0: Atomic Monsoon. Monsoon. Welcome to the Monsoon.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Atomic Monsoon. I am one of your hosts, Stephanie. I am here with...
2: My name is Josh. My name used to be Andy.
1: What happened to it?
2: Uh, It still is, but it used to be too.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's fair,
2: that's fair. Well, good
1: to know, all right. So, last week we ended our episode on an interesting note of is Die Hard a Christmas movie. Now I know we're going to get into our nerdy news here in just a moment, but I thought we'd go ahead and settle this now uh, since all of you have been waiting so patiently for this. Uh, I'm, here's how I'm thinking we do this. We'll each let, le- each let you guys, I uh-huh. can speak it English, I swear. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll each let one of you guys kind of give your case, and then I'll give my case, and then I'll s- uh, reveal the, uh, the poll. That we put on Facebook and see uh, what did people say. Okay. So, okay. All, right. All
0: right. Well, Andy, I know uh, this whole thing started because you uh, you, had, you said <laughs> you didn't feel it was a Christmas movie, so I'll go I ahead and let you start out, man.
1: Yeah. So
2: so let me start everything everything here. I appreciate the joke sentiment that Die Hard is a Christmas movie because it's a movie that takes place on Christmas. I think that's hilarious. I do think that like, like that is a funny. You know, hey, look at this. Ah, Die Hard is a movie. That's cool. I have no problem with it as a as a, a funny point of reference. Um, however, there are people that have taken it way too seriously and are now like adamant and almost violent about it being a Christmas movie and I'm like,
0: no man, oh, no. Yeah. yeah, when people take it too seriously, like, yeah. it yeah. has to be, okay, yeah, right. Right, that, So, yeah, right. come So back. you're not joking about right. it. Yeah, so like, we'll start there. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but
2: I will say that I vehemently oppose Die Hard being a Christmas movie for the same reasons that I disagree with uh, Batman Returns and Gremlins being a Christmas movie and I would even say Home Alone 2. Um, and, and it, just, it comes down to the way that I define a Christmas movie. Christmas has to be essential to the plot of the movie. If okay. you can change one or two lines of dialogue, or you can just set the movie in another part of the year and it doesn't affect the movie really, uh, not a Christmas movie in my eyes.
0: Okay, but in that aspect, like, it is central to the, part of the plot of Die Hard, because they wouldn't be able to do the raid on Nakatomi Tower if they didn't have the lax police response time, mm-hmm. which is central to the plot. The fact that the building was going to mostly be empty, right. aside from the few Christmas party people, the security, things like that weren't there, which it doesn't really work on Halloween. There's still going to be security guards there on Halloween. Response time for the cops is still going to be the same thing. It's not going to be the same on like Easter. You're not going to have that gigantic amount of the L.A. police force out on leave at the same time. You're not going to have those slow response times, and it's still you're going to have the security on there with Nakatomi Tower. It, what it's is a central point to the story, and the book that it's based on was very, very much more Christmas okay. than the actual movie was. I, okay. I mean, it was so very, hev- very heavily into the plot of the book as
2: so well. So I have not read the book that Die Hard is based on. Uh, I'll I, you know, i give that up free and clear right now. Um, but I would push back and I would say, why couldn't Die Hard take place on Thanksgiving and still be under all of the same situation? Like, say, you know, lack security, office is going to be mostly empty. There would probably be a Thanksgiving potluck because a lot of offices do stuff like that, so there'd still be kind of the party situation, you know, or Independence Day, or
1: really any of the bank holidays. I mean, if you're saying that this also took place in L.A., so there's probably a Dodgers game going on. I mean, <laughs> that, that one could work too. They're all having a viewing party at the office. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> even with
0: Thanksgiving, though, you don't have as many people that will leave for extended amounts of time. You don't have as many people taking the time off for it because a lot of it's like, oh, yeah, we're just going to eat dinner and then go back to work the next day. Yeah, that's true. Whereas Christmas, it's, it's one of those things. Whether you celebrate Christmas or not, everybody gets that time off. I mean... Everybody's sure, traveling. You know, but, even if you're so, not traveling, sure, you're staycationing at home.
2: But I'm saying it could still work. Like The movie would be as plausible at Thanksgiving, I feel. I don't think that there's any reason that it has well, then to be said. Well, also has
0: the point of John McClane sure. traveling from one side of the country to the other to come see his family for Christmas, whereas he's not going to get that extended time off. For Thanksgiving that he's getting for the Christmas I, holiday,
2: I think you underestimate how much people travel. How much people in big cities travel for uh, for Thanksgiving?
0: Nah, well, possibly, but I, I don't feel like this one of those things where a detective, especially, is going to like. You know what? I'm going to take my vacation time for Thanksgiving to go all the way to <laughs> L.A. Fair enough. Whereas, right. hey, you know what? In the middle of December at Christmas time, I can go see my daughter in L.A. where it's nice versus. New York where it's snowy and miserable and terrible. I can go out to LA for Christmas uh, listen, time. I'm not, listen, I'm not and, saying anything
2: know. about LA. Like, yeah. I'm not taking I'm taking nothing away from the location of the movie. I just I, I honestly feel that there's in the case of Die Hard, in the case of, of Batman Returns, the case of Gremlins, in the case of Home Alone 2, it doesn't matter what time of year that movie is set, with a couple of quick changes to lines of dialogue, you can take the Christmas out of that movie and it doesn't affect the overall plot of it. some of the details, yes right you'd have to rework okay why is Bruce Willis traveling hey maybe it's his kid's birthday right Parents travel for birthdays. Parents travel across the country for birthdays all the time. That's absolutely something that happens, right? But then Maybe you it's just fall a into the thing where
0: it's, okay, well, if, say, it was a birthday and he's coming over there, well, then why would Nakatomi Tower be practically empty and there would be a lax response time for the t- for the police and all these other things sure, that have to factor right. in that you have to throw in there together that these all have to be happening for this bank plot ho- to be able right. to So
2: it's easier on Well, Christmas. even on a bank
0: holiday, though, you're not going to have as many people gone. Even on bank holidays, most places still operate. Like, I mean, ourselves here... Bank holiday doesn't matter. We're still operating. That's true. You know I mean? yeah. Christmas Eve yeah. is a bank holiday, but we're still going to be here Christmas but Eve. Uh, so, we're
1: actually not here Christmas Eve. Oh. We actually have Christmas Eve. Engineers <laughs> are here. So. I'm sorry. Oh. Oh.
0: Sorry, buddy. But, uh, it's, it, you know, and just take that as a case in point. Sure. Not everybody has those times off, whereas... Right. It, you know, it's a bank holiday, but you're going to be sitting there with the police department. Yeah, they, they most of them have the time off. They have restricted holiday times I, and things no, like that. I, you're, you're, I, you're, I
2: hear what you're saying, but I'm saying the movie still works. Again, you you have to change a couple of details, but the move the the story of Bruce Willis going through the tower and saving the day from Alan Rickman still works without Christmas.
1: And let me let me add a little two cents here. Yes, it wouldn't be the same Die Hard that came from the book, and yes, it would be you know it'd be it'd be a very different story if it was not set during Christmas time. But, I th- but one thing I will point out, and this is not that I consider, you know, it, it can vary in whether that's a Christmas movie or not, is does it have the Christmas magic? Die Hard doesn't have that for me. It's just an action film during the holidays.
0: Well, see, this is one of those things is that it, if you actually go through and watch Die Hard, a lot of Christmas movies that are considered traditional Christmas movies have very few even Christmas songs in them. Die Hard has several Christmas songs in it. And I, and especially not... compared to sh- movies like It's a Wonderful Life. That's considered like one of the all-time Christmas movies. And it only has a small, tiny bit of the end of the movie that has anything to do with Christmas, whereas Die Hard takes place entirely during and Christmas. And I would say that It's a Wonderful and Life is not a Christmas movie. And all the way through it. Yeah. Well, I'll see, but that's considered one of like, the, the all-time great... But the reason that It's a Wonderful
2: Life is considered a Christmas movie is because network television could get it really cheap because they had to fill time and they thought, well, we can't get our our new live shows in the 1950s and 60s when TV was new, right? And they're like, okay, cool. What movies are kind of popular that we can show every year and It's a Wonderful Life is one of them. So the reason that that's uh, the reason that it's a wonderful life is christmas is is considered a christmas movie is absolutely due to its television television exposure but that doesn't take away Not from the
0: fact that so many people watch that every christmas and consider abso- it a christmas
2: I, movie I know. it is right,
0: to right. an overwhelming majority a christmas movie
2: and my pushback to that is still
0: go watch the episode of that 70 show where fact, they spoof it
2: where it takes nothing it has nothing here to do with christmas IMDb's whatsoever here
0: IMDB's number 1 and uh-huh. 2 movies I, for the top 100 christmas yes, movies of all time I'm, are it's a wonderful life
2: and die hard number two uh, die hard I I understand (laughs) I
1: understand this is something that that baffles me here so every Christmas I actually don't watch either film every Christmas because one it's a wonderful life and like Miracle on 34th Street was movies that my grandparents always watched and me as a kid was like no throw Rudolph on throw Frosty on I want Grinch (laughs) you know that was me as a kid but, you know, and that, that's even like translated over to me as an adult. Like, the movies I consider a Christmas film are the ones that play during the 25 days of Christmas on freeform, which is the old ABC family, which mm-hmm. includes The Grinch, Rudolph, um, Frosty the Snowman, uh, Miracle on 34th Street, the, even The Nightmare Before Christmas I consider a Christmas movie. Because of the fact that they try to take over the freaking holiday, Mm -hmm. and it's also a Halloween film too, so it's—I think it's—it's interesting that these two are number one.
0: See, for me, every Christmas it's one of those things. It's we see on TV in my family, and we end up watching them every single year. Mm -hmm. Is Scrooged? Mm -hmm. My parents watched that one. Because they almost inevitably play one after the other. Sure. Scrooged,
2: absolutely Christmas movie, because yeah. you take Christmas out of that movie, and it, it falls apart. Yeah. It doesn't work anymore. It doesn't. Right? But I still, I, again... Same, I feel the
0: same way about Die Hard, because it just, there's so many things that, like, have to these characters have to be here at this time for this thing, and then Christmas is the thing that puts and I, all those pieces together. I still together.
2: feel that terrorists taking over a giant tower <laughs> absolutely could happen at any other time of year, and you can fut details for any other any of the other reasons for characters to be where they are. And, th- and I think that the the adventure movie of John McClane going through uh, is it Nakatomi Towers? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I, I think that movie still works if it's not set at Christmas. See, and I feel like the Die Hard 2 is a perfect example of it's got all those elements but it has right. nothing to do with Christmas. Right. It's just right. an airport in the middle of winter. Right. And that one works because it's just a snowed-in airport. hmm Whereas I feel like the first diehard, it's not going to work if you throw it on Thanksgiving. Well, then you have the like I said, police response time, people in the building, the security guards don't have Christmas off. You know, just things like that to where it, it's there's all the elements that you have to get to put everything together. It's it's a jigsaw puzzle, and without that centerpiece of Christmas in the center, right, you're and, not going to have the full. And picture.
2: And I I agree that it works easier on Christmas, but I still I'm, I'm still not convinced that it has to be Christmas. Yeah. I mean, Chris, right?
1: Christmas is pretty much a setting point. In the in the movie, it's a setting point, and it's a, and it's a reason. F- jokingly, it's a reason for the season. It's a reason. <laughs> it's a reason for a lot of things that happen. But if you actually lay up the plot of Die Hard, it is not the driving force that leads to Alan Rickman falling off the building in the end.
2: Right, and uh, you know, let's let's go through the other movies I listed. Right, like if you take Christmas out of Batman Returns, right, that movie absolutely still works. It's not winter, necessarily. I mean, you know, you can still set it in winter. You can set it in, in January. January, right? <laughs> and it's the same movie. Now, nothing about that movie changes if it's not Christmas. Uh, Gremlins, a little trickier because, it, you know, the Mogwai was a gift for uh, Billy, right?
1: But, I mean, it could start on Christmas and then it just goes after it. Or it could just be his birthday. That, too.
2: Right? <laughs> and, you know, again, it works easier in winter because that's where the movie's set. But, all right, you just, again, set it in January, February. Maybe it's a Valentine's gift. Maybe. Right? You know, not not a huge twist in in anything about the plot of that movie, uh, home, the first Home Alone, I would absolutely agree, is a winter movie. Um, Christmas, yeah, give or take, but it has to be winter because the neighbor has the shovel. And why does he have the shovel if he's not shoveling snow? So you know, okay, and that's you know, again the big Deus Ex Machina at the end of the movie. Um, also, the Wet Bandits are are you know robbing the neighborhoods while everyone's away on Christmas vacation. Arguing my own point, people don't vacation like that on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. although they could. They could, but probably, you know, to your point, not as many. Not for a week at a time. Also, why is the entire block gone
1: for Christmas? I don't understand that. Like, wouldn't there still be people there? Because that's a
2: rich ass neighborhood and they can travel wherever they want. That That was another
1: central
0: point of the the story was that it was a rich neighborhood with everybody traveling out of town and they were able to sit there and they were able to go through and and mark all the houses that were going to be. This is why your house safe people. (laughs) So, the
2: first Home Alone, absolutely Christmas movie Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Doesn't have to be at all, right? Uh, I mean, the family, yeah, they're traveling to France for Christmas to, to visit relatives or whatever, and that's cool. But, again, Thanksgiving, birthday, retirement, holiday, like what other, whatever other holiday. Home Alone 2 does not have, it's easier if it's Christmas, much like Die Hard, doesn't have to be.
1: France is the first film, Miami is the second.
2: Okay, well, yeah, yeah either way, yeah. you know, families traveling doesn't have to be doesn't have to necessarily be on Christmas.
1: And like, and like I told you like the only thing about that film that may Make the make or break it is the Christmas tree at the very end because she that's how she was able to find Kevin is because she knew he had a thing for Christmas trees, right. The only way that would get around it is if like they still had it up after New Year's, or maybe they, you know, they're' they're just now putting it up. or maybe he just went to Rockefeller Center because he knew that's where it would be during the holidays, even though it's not the holidays, or
2: Kevin has a thing for the Statue of Liberty and goes there or has a thing for the Empire State Building and goes right? there you could you can you can write the Christmas tree thing out with one line of dialogue. It's very true. so.
1: Um, so do you have anything else to add?
0: Well, I mean, tons of things, but uh, we're just going to be riding,
1: going around in circles
0: here because we're, neither of us are ever going to budge on this. Right. And, uh, you know, so we've, we've got listen, you know, other actual, things?
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I'm willing to be wrong. In fact, I was last week. Uh, last week when I mentioned uh, potentially throwing the Super Skrulls in the Captain Marvel movie, uh, I said that I, I thought the Super Skrulls' first appearance was Fantastic Four thirty-seven. Turns out I was wrong. It was Fantastic Four eighteen. but Fantastic Four thirty-seven was the first appearance of Tarnax for the Skrull homeworld. So
0: I was
1: close, but I was That's wrong.
0: Fine. Super... <laughs> Easy, forgivable mistake to make. Sure. I mean, <laughs> there's uh, six years
1: of. But uh, yeah, I. Wanna, four comic books, right? Yeah, for right. sure. <laughs> I'm going to go back, though, to the diehard thing real quick and mm-hmm. just kind of put out, just kind of wrap it up in a nice little box with a bow. Okay, <laughs> like it's Christmas. Yeah. Um, I think, honestly, it, it, it's the matter, I think it's less of is it or not or Christmas movie. Is it or isn't. I think it just comes down to what is the tradition people have with it? Sure. In the end, I, that's what it is. I, yeah.
0: I mean, we can, we can you know, go back and forth about debating things. I mean, even, even the, the guy that wrote the original book and the screenplay both say, no, it's a Christmas movie. It doesn't work without it. But... Okay. People that uh, you know, Andy feels that it, 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 it that's not true. Right. So it, it's it, it comes down to a matter of perspective and a matter of opinion. Yeah. Right. Bruce and, and, in the is, end, man, if you have fun watching it at Christmas with your family, watch it at Christmas. Absolutely. With your family. Exactly. The Christmas yeah. will that's will for that sure. For yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. In the end, nobody's wrong. Right.
2: Don't. And ma- I, I don't want to take away your family tradition
0: of watching yeah. Dark Christmas*. I don't want to ruin that tradition at all. And it, I, it never would. And, and if there's one of those things, if if you feel like it's would ruin it for you by people saying that it's not a Christmas movie take a breath, step back, and right. just enjoy the movie. <laughs> At
2: the end of the day, it's yeah. a movie. It's not yeah. that big of a just deal. Just enjoy For it him.
0: and sit back with your family, have some popcorn, and, and, and yeah. enjoy it, whether it's on Halloween or Christmas. Just enjoy it. Or Independence Day. Because no matter what, Die Hard's a good movie. That's that is true. very yes. true. That yes. is accurate. I mean, it's Alec yeah. Rickman. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, yeah. so I'm going to go ahead and just reveal the poll that you guys did on Facebook. Oh, sure. Uh, so, I put it out pretty much, is it or is it not a Christmas movie? And... Mm-hmm an overwhelming I want to say about 75% of you all said yes okay and the remaining uh, 25 said no okay yeah. so that doesn't be
0: the, uh, the general theme for most of the polls that end up getting put up online did, yeah the, the overwhelming majority usually say it is
2: were a there any movie. interesting comments on the poll at all Uh, let me pull it back
1: up I just put it away <laughs> oh no I'm sorry <laughs> it's okay it's okay like I, so I, the comment I think uh, it said something along the lines about you know clarifying a Christmas movie I believe mm-hmm. is what it said yeah. and now my phone's being dumb so, uh, but if if you guys want to take a look at what the actual comment is, just go into our Facebook page. It's Atomic Monsoon on Facebook. Yeah. So. All right. Good all right let's move on to some more interesting things that are not holiday themed. Yeah. Let's speak
0: <laughs> to, you know, movies. There's something I wanted to bring up that yeah. was, it was a ridiculous internet controversy this week. Okay. Oh. Henry Cavill and Superman.
2: Oh, I heard he's not going
0: to be Superman anymore. Yeah, apparently every knee-jerk reaction because some random person on their blog or Twitter or something like that put up some kind of rumor saying that he was out of Superman, and every media organization just ran with it. Yeah, that's oh, is it like how Kathleen
1: Kennedy is not going to be a part of the Lucasfilm anymore? I make yeah. a face.
0: <laughs> it just, it's one of those, you know, they, they knee-jerk reaction it and put it out there as fact, and then WB and everybody else's, or CW, and, or WB, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, Warner Brothers, yeah. They, uh, you know, have to do all this damage control and things like that, where it's like, no, 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 we still working with Henry Cavill, where there's no, you know, just no, no, no. And I think what it ends up stemming from is that they're doing a lot of, like, Elseworlds kind of stuff, with with mm-hmm. them doing the multiple Joker movies and things right. like that, and trying to do some Birds of Prey things. And I think that they're kind of shopping around, because there's so many Elseworlds DC stories.
2: Absolutely. There's,
0: yes. you know, Literally 52 different universes in the DC universe that all have different things with different Superman and Mm -hmm. everything else. And I think that they were maybe looking at doing one of those because I'd read, you know, it's the Internet, so rumors, you know, never know about them looking at possibly doing like a Red Sun, Mm -hmm. which is Superman where he instead of... Falling down in Kansas, he drops in the middle of Cold War, Russia. Right. And instead of having the S on his chest, he's got a hammer and sickle. Right. You know, just a d- completely different take on the Superman story. I also seen them talking about possibly doing one of the other, you know, the, uh, and I'm trying to remember, instead of L, his Zod, but, uh, you know, where it would have been Michael B. Jordan playing a different version of Superman. Oh, sure. and, You yeah. know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of what they're looking at is possibly doing some of those other stories, but not like oh this is our new Superman right? You know, it just right. and there was an overwhelming fan like why would you do this like right. what is going on here and uh, Henry Cavill posted just this weird cryptic thing on his Instagram where it's just it's a song playing in the background and he's just staring at the camera and he brings up a doll that's a Superman of right. him and he's wearing like a Krypton workout yeah, club yeah, shirt yeah, or something yeah, yeah. yeah team Krypton or something like right. that yeah it just it's just one of those like weird like what is going on yeah but uh, yeah it was just one of those things like uh, it, it unfortunately it's, it's a product of our our current media where they Report before verifying, and yeah. so yeah. verifying and then
1: reporting. Unfortunately, right. um, didn't your teacher ever teach you to do research before giving in your report? But yeah. I have
2: to be first, Stephanie. We have to have this news up first. We have to have this up before any other website has it. Yeah, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's just a,
0: a product of social media and things like that. They've got to yeah. get those clicks. Be like, oh, we had it first, and we had the most hits, and things. Or it's, right. well, yeah, you might have the most hits, but you were completely inaccurate. Right, so.
2: but it, when those advertising dollars write in, they don't care how accurate they are. Yeah, that's unfortunate because that kills integrity. But, uh, if
0: you were out there and you heard the Henry Cavill's now Superman as of right now. He's still Superman. He is right. still Superman. Yeah, there has now been no could... official
2: word from Warner Brothers or Henry Cavill or his uh, uh, manager. Yeah, none of those have officially said he is not playing Superman anymore.
0: Yeah, and the last thing from his manager was, you know, the cape is still in his closet. Right. And, you know, just yeah. little things like that. And what WB saying, you know, we still have a working relationship with him. We love Henry Cavill. We right. love working with him. We're fine. And I think it might just be one of those things where they had canceled the several movies after Justice League, and they're trying to refigure out what they're going to do. Yeah. I feel like just they've put stuff on hold. Because they're waiting to see how Aquaman, Shazam, and Wonder Woman '84 do.
2: Right, that and and you know now that he's cast as the Witcher, I can
0: see the you yeah know, hey, scheduling he's be, conflicts and things right, like that. that you know. his,
2: uh, his cameo in Shazam apparently got canceled.
0: Yeah. So like, despite the fact that there's a ton, and I got fooled by it. There's a ton of Photoshop things out there where they took like set photos from Batman Superman where he's uh-huh. dressed as like Clark Kent. Okay. And they just set photos of the Shazam movie and mm-hmm. people like put oh look here's a picture of his cameo. Yeah, it's not real.
2: Ah, uh, okay, yeah. okay. I got fooled. I got fooled. That's it. fair. Yeah, listen, we can all. It's okay if we're wrong. Every yep. once in a while. Yep. You know, as long even, as you admit it. Even if the overwhelming <laughs> r- majority of the world disagrees with me about Die Hard and Christmas, that's fine. That's fine. It's okay. We're only everybody is
1: entitled to their own opinion. We're all allowed. Yeah.
2: What's yeah. that saying? Every, uh, opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. Yes. It's just mine's louder and dirtier than most people's.
1: <laughs> I haven't heard that part. <laughs>
0: well, then one uh, one other little movie thing that I got is yeah. uh, the movie, and I know you, you guys probably aren't interested in this because you don't like scary movies.
1: No. What? <laughs> just look, looks uh, off in a different direction. Like, oh. The Nun
0: oh ended yeah. up with an amazing box office. It's I, supposed to be an amazing flick. I, I haven't gotten to go see that one yes, this yet because I spent last weekend watching Iron Fist 2 mm. binging that so I can give you guys a little review on that a little bit later today. Oh, awesome. But uh But I am soaked to go see The Nun. I love the Conjuring universe, mm-hmm. the, everything mm-hmm. that James mm-hmm. Wan has built with that and stuff and I like that they've he did it enough to where he's got other directors coming in and being able to add to it and stuff. Yeah. And It just... I. I they're really good movies, and they've also announced that they're going to be doing a Conjuring 3. Oh, interesting. So it'll okay. be interesting to see where they go with this. And yeah. it's, it's kind of funny because they've, I don't think it was, like, a planned thing to build this universe, but it just but kind it of worked. it keeps happening. Yeah, yeah. Just, they're just kind of, like, taking some of the uh, the, the stories from uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren okay. and just kind of like, hey, you know, hey, these are some neat stories that they told, and we're going to, you know, just kind of. Build and embellish and kind of, you know, just. Yeah. And just make stuff. I mean, with like the nun, it was something that James Wan threw into The Conjuring 2 as something that was, you know, and it was an allegory to having uh, Elaine Warren's faith tested. Okay. And it was supposed to be just. Not build this gigantic character around it, but it was just literally supposed to be something that was iconic to try to test her faith Mm -hmm. in the movie itself, and ended up turning into this character that people were really freaked out by and loved it. And And so, why not make a prequel movie? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like the Annabelle. Uh, They hadn't had plans to make Annabelle movies, Mm -hmm. but people with the first Conjuring like wanted to know more about it, and Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. just how creepy that doll was and everything in that first Conjuring movie. And boom, suddenly we have the Annabelle series. Yeah. It's a little contained universe that. Not as successful as the Marvel Universe, but an unintentional contained universe that's yeah. doing well on its own, and hey, and for a horror what? universe, right? That right. completely out of left field. That's you know, that's doing well, in the, and yeah. all the movies have. We're not being you know, like oh my god, this is the best movie ever, but entertaining and sure. well done for what they are. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, so I look forward to going to see that one here as yeah. soon as I can.
1: I won't. <laughs> so that's just me. So. Um,
0: What
2: do we got? Anybody else got any good movie news? Uh, I have no movie. Well, kind of. Um, John Legend, uh, attained an EGOT. Uh, I know, Stephanie, you had more more information on
1: that. So John Legend, uh, Tim uh, Tim Rice, and and Andrew Lloyd Webber all got EGOTs, which if you don't know what an EGOT is, it's an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Uh, And if you, there's only, a limited number of people in the world that have ever yeah. won all four.
2: I think I, I think um, after this year, I think it's eighteen is the total. Yeah, it's yeah. still
1: a really small number. Yeah. Um, but currently, they uh, they got their EGOTs, and they got it because of the Jesus Christ Superstar they did earlier this year during Easter Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So because of that, uh, they now all have uh, an EGOT, which is fantastic, especially for you know all three of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Still so wait for my boy Trey Parker to get his. <laughs>
1: That's fine, that's fine.
2: Uh, And for John Legend, it's it's um, historically significant because he's the first black male person to to earn an EGOT as well, which is um, that's super cool. You know, it's it's you know, it's it's uh, I don't know. That's a hell of an accomplishment. As much as I don't care about award shows, the fact that he's able to win the biggest award in these four categories, or the fact that any of these these you know dozen and a half people are able to do so, that's really that's awesome.
0: I mean also talking about I can only think of Whoopi Goldberg and Tom Hanks as other people that have done it.
1: Uh Viola Davis also has hers. That was the actress I was trying to remember <coughs> earlier. Okay. Okay. Uh, she is from How to Get Away with Murder and she has her egot okay. yeah. as yeah. well. I mean, there's
0: only a handful of people that are still alive that have those, so it's
2: yeah. Yeah. impressive. And I know impressive. Tracy Jordan was trying to get one on uh, 30 Rock for a while there, <laughs> but uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. but no, I think I think that's great for all three of them because I think because I, I can actually kind of recall some of what John Legend's are, and Andrew Lloyd Webber's, I know he's mostly theater.
2: Yeah. So yeah. it's
1: interesting. That it's like, what, wait, you have an Oscar, and you have a Grammy, and you have it. Wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that, that's great for all of them. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Um, congratulations so, you know, on that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Absolutely congratulations to, to all three of those gentlemen. Um, sticking with the award show... Um, Keenan Thompson won his first is is or is going to be awarded his first Emmy this weekend. Uh, by the time you listen to this, probably will have already happened. Um. I <laughs> I've been a fan of Keenan Thompson since about nineteen ninety-four when he uh, showed up on the Nickelodeon sketch comedy show All That. All
1: that. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. And then uh,
2: they he and, and Kel Mitchell spun off into Keenan and Kel. Yeah. They made the movie Good Burger. Uh oh. and Keenan Thompson was he was in Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. Uh and he's been on Saturday Night Live for the last several years. Yeah.
1: He's done uh, a really good he's he's done great for himself. He was yeah. even like on a couple of Nickelodeon shows like a few years ago. Right. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um and I know he showed up for like all, all the all that reunions and mm-hmm. stuff and um yeah, you know, for someone that's been entertaining us for almost twenty five years, the fact that this is his first award that he's winning um, feels a little unfair. <laughs> feels yeah. a little late. Yeah, yeah, but uh,
1: well, uh, I mean, he technically technically it's not his first award; it's his first like official big boy sure, award. Right. He's won. I'm
0: sure know, he's won a bunch of the Nickelodeon, the, yeah, Kids Choice, he, and
1: yeah, yeah right, he's won all right. the Kids right. Choice Awards and the People's Choice Awards and the Teen Choice Awards. Okay, mm-hmm.
2: fair enough. So but, yeah, um, the fact that he's he's won the first you know quote unquote real award. Yeah, uh, congratulations. Keenan, that's yeah, awesome. Congrats, to dude. deserve it. Thank you for the twenty-plus years you've been entertaining me and making me laugh on Saturday
0: nights, regardless of what show it's on. Keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. enough, yeah. Keep it up. it Yeah, he's always been fantastic. I, I have always had a soft spot for back in the day the all that show. Yeah, and everything. Yeah. So. But you don't
1: realize how close I was to singing to saying the "Good Burger" thing.
0: <laughs> 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 like, it was really close. I'm like I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> and speaking of Emmys, yeah, this uh, another first-time Emmy winner sure. is Rick and Morty. They, they <laughs> won an Emmy for the Pickle Rick episode, which is an interesting episode for them to win on, of oh, any of them. Geez, Rick,
2: why'd it have to be for that episode? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, I, I mean, hey, good, good on Dan Harmon and the crew. They got mm-hmm. themselves an Emmy for, for Rick and Morty, and uh, hopefully we'll be getting a new season here soon depending on how quickly they can (laughs) Uh, get it take another two and a half years (laughs) it'll be fine no uh, seriously congratulations to those guys as well Um, Rick
2: and and, and Morty is smarter than most of its audience uh, and I definitely appreciate that about yeah, uh, a lot of Dan Harmon
0: shows actually. Yeah. Um, well, it's a lot of those Adult Swim shows. I mean, take yeah. like Venture Brothers. Sure, right, one absolutely. Of those. It's yeah. definitely too smart for the room. The kind of <laughs> kind of yeah. shows. Yeah. So, but it's fantastic, and I still think it needs to win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Badly. And, and I think, and congrats to you know all the all the people who've won Emmys so far, and yeah. those that are even going those, to be winning Emmys this weekend yeah. on
0: Sunday, and even those yes. that are just nominated. Congratulations, you guys are doing fantastic yeah. work in your field, and you deserve to be nominated. Whether or yeah. not you win, you still deserve to be there. So, exactly. congratulations for everybody for sure. So,
2: um, I don't have any more award stuff, but I do have some TV stuff. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. Um, I mean, TV, quote unquote, two of these are about streaming services. So let's start about the one that's actually television. Um, Monday Night Raw, WWE's uh, flagship television show, which has been running since 1993. It's the longest running episodic uh, television show in history. Um, it's only
0: since ninety
2: three. Yeah, yeah. Well, WWE's existed since the nineteen fifties, yeah. but Monday Night Raw started in January of nineteen ninety three. Wow, yeah, I huh. yeah. Uh, but they've got well over a thousand episodes. Anyways, it was announced this week that uh, Jonathan Coachman will no longer be the third person in the announcer broadcast booth, and he will be replaced with Renee Young. Um, doesn't sound like a big deal, except that means that every week on Raw, there's going to be a woman doing commentary now, which is fantastic. It's definitely uh, now that Stephanie McMahon, um, Vince McMahon's daughter, has been taking clearly more and more of a leadership role in the company. Uh, they've been pushing the women's evolution yeah, a lot that's more. Good. They're, they're that's women's, good. women's uh, yeah.
0: wrestling quite a bit. From yeah. Yeah. It, especially from when you and I were teenagers and watching right. And stuff. Right. It was all brawn yeah. penny and turkey bowl matches yeah, and yeah. stuff. I mean, and I, it's, yeah. Like Even when they're doing this Daisy Keeler era and stuff like that. Like right. It still wasn't very, get, it was still mostly yeah, the...
2: You'd occasionally get Trish Stratus versus Lita and that would be yeah. a cool
0: match, but otherwise it was yeah, all there was like kind of... there four women that were involved. Right. And it, it's really involved right. since then. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we've gone to the days of, of Trish and Lita and Jazz and maybe China being the only decent female yeah. wrestlers. And Victoria and Ivory. I mean, there, there were a few and Molly Holly, but there were just as many Fashion models turned sports entertainers yes. rather than like proper wrestlers at that yeah. time. Uh, and now, with maybe one or two exceptions, I think they're all wrestlers first. Yeah. yeah. Or sports entertainers, superstars first, yeah. whatever term WWE is using Sandwich now. Artists. Sure. Uh, listen, they're <laughs> all. Athletes first and yes. models second. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it wasn't always that way. Definitely. It was definitely not that way. Um, and I'm actually very excited. is doing their first all female pay per view next month in October. Hmm. Um, calling just, just calling it Evolution. Um, they just started the Mae Young Classic for the second year in a row, which is an all women, 32 woman uh, tournament. Um, and the finals for that will be at Evolution and that's fantastic and it's it's you know with them pushing more and more women's wrestling as something serious and not just a bathroom break or yeah. something to be titillating um, yeah getting a woman on the commentary team is absolutely the right move oh yeah
0: so. and they kind of have built an audience for the women's wrestling anyway yeah, no matter whether or not it was all guys up there you still had a lot of women mm-hmm. in the audience absolutely so it yeah. just it, you yeah. know there was definitely a built in audience and it's yes. good to see them doing that I mean yeah. it, it's I love Ronda, Ronda Rousey despite whether sure. she do UFC or WWE it's, right. she's still fun to watch. Listen, I wanna want to I want to watch her
2: break, you know, potentially break somebody's arm
0: regardless yeah. of where she's yeah. doing she's it, fun. right? Yep. She's fantastic. Yeah. I love her. So, yeah. it, you know, and there's plenty of the other girls that are doing it too that or women, sorry, sure. that are doing it that, you know, they're fantastic performers in mm-hmm. their own right. So, mm-hmm. it's, it's good to see them really getting the center stage. So let's keep it on the girl power train there.
2: Whoop, whoop. Um, the next, uh, <laughs> the next uh, bit of TV news I have is that um, She Ra and the Princesses of Power dropped a trailer Ooh. Um, that will be streaming on Netflix. And the showrunner uh, or head writer or whatever is Noelle Stevenson, who did the fantastic independent comic book Lumberjanes. Um, yeah, uh, I know, Josh. You're a big Masters of the Universe yes. fan, so yes. I, you probably have have uh, have you have you watched the trailer? I mean, it's very, I haven't watched the trailer yet. Okay. I saw some
0: of the early artwork on it, and I yep. was kind of iffy about it because there's a couple of the uh, characters that I was like, "Man, why'd you do that with that character?" Sure, but mm-hmm. you know, it's just one of those. Keep an open mind because right. it's a new show. So it's we'll a new show for a new and generation. I'm interested and... To see what they do with the lore rather than the characters themselves. Sure, to see how they treat yep. that. Yeah, and uh, it, I don't know. It would be interesting. And uh, I don't know. I'm definitely going to check it out when it comes out and yeah. see what it's like. Yeah. And, you know, I have new nieces now, so it'll be one of those things. Oh. Depending on how long it goes, it might be something that when you know, they get a little bit older and start getting yeah. into that. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can watch it together. Exactly. Yeah. So it might be, be something awesome. fun. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm looking forward to it more, you know, more girl power. I'm mm-hmm. looking um, also hopefully th- that this will lead to new Masters of the Universe stuff. Sure. Hopefully yeah. so. Yeah. Which they also... Kind of side note, there's a documentary that I just saw pop up on Netflix okay. all about the history of the Masters of the Universe. Oh, no kidding. So something I'm going to check out here. That, yeah. You know, I, had, I didn't even know there was a, a you know, a documentary about it, but mm-hmm. I was scrolling through Netflix last night, and boom, there's Skeletor from the Masters of the Universe <laughs> movie. I was like, that's not Masters of the Universe oh it's a documentary so yeah Marr, watch my documentary he man to be fair it was from the, uh, the movie so oh it was, so um, the Frank Langella uh, yes yeah, uh-huh. I, can't, I can't do that impression man he despite what you want to say about the rest of that movie he was amazing <laughs> in that role he like,
2: uh, Frank Langella and Raul Julia as M. Bison yeah. in the Street Fighter movie like they're both just so over the top villains that well, and then,
0: it's, uh, you can even go to uh, Alan Rickman in Robin Hood Prince of Thieves same kind of thing oh man they have that, movie that forever. role. forever whereas yeah. everything else around him is just like oh my gosh this is just terrible right but them oh man because yeah. I mean Alec Rickman just embraced sure. the campiness mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. over the topness of mm-hmm. his character in that role it's Robin really. yeah. Gangella, like, he, yeah. know, with Frank Langella with Skeletor just, yeah. he really embraced that, yes. that role and yeah. he just kicked butt with that the rest of the movie you're kind of going uh, but yeah. the, he gets on screen just like oh yeah. yeah. I, just, <laughs> I just remember being in when I was a kid just going like oh man Skeletor's so cool <laughs>
2: Well, and then sticking with the '80s, uh, '80s uh, TV shows and cartoons, um, it was just announced that there's going to be a new Care Bear show called "Unlock the Magic" coming to the Boomerang streaming service. Uh, so it, I think that this is interesting. Uh, now that My Little Pony: Friendship is Magic uh, has kind of been, you know, has been kind of trailing off the last couple years, I don't know if they've announced an official end to that series yet. But uh, its heyday is is I didn't even realize it was still going on. Okay, right? Yeah, I didn't mean heyday to be a pun. Um, <laughs> um, listen I watched the first few episodes for a few seasons of My Little Pony uh, my roommates got me to it it's a lot of fun uh, it's a great kids show um and, you know, if Care Bears can kind of pick up where that's left off for, like, the next generation of elementary school kids, uh, all, yeah. I'm all for it, you know? Yeah. That sounds, that
0: sounds sweet. Was, like, all this 80s nostalgia with the Care Bears and everything like that, mm-hmm. Shira coming back, yeah. I, I'm kind of surprised that nobody's been like, hey, let's bring back the Cabbage Patch
1: kids. Uh, I'm okay if they don't. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> well, there we're you we're go. Just kind of surprised, we're just for, like, the young you know, little kid market, just the dolls themselves. Have like, they ever stopped
2: making Cabbage Patch dolls? Themselves? Actually, yes. Have, yeah, did yeah. they? Okay. okay. And
0: remember, they also had the animal versions of them. They're Little like animal friends that were like the little lion, humanoid lion-looking thing. And for stuff Cabbage like Patch Kids, yeah, they had, oh. they had little. I do not remember that at yeah. all. Yeah. I, yeah, that I, I think it's
1: honestly because my generation was like these things are freaking creepy, <laughs> and probably was like oh, we're not going to make them for <laughs> well, our I mean, kids. Yeah,
0: they, I'm just I'm surprised they haven't tried to update the look on them and just and remarket them. Yeah, for, yeah. For, if they
1: did re- the look, it might be fine.
0: Update the look a little bit and get some like product tie-in. Like, okay, so we're going to make a Wonder Woman Cabbage Patch Kid or sure, a Captain. Right. Marvel Captain. The thing is that at that point like you're that.
1: competing with almost like Build-A-Bear and American Girl at that point. Oh,
0: possibly, mm-hmm. but there's still plenty. I mean, you, go, you go into those toy aisles, you can still. There's tons of different. That's true. Know, doll types and yeah. things like that. There's, I mean, and. Parents People. are going to
1: buy what they played with as a kid for their kid to play with. So. Well, and that's right. the
0: thing—you get in on this '80s nostalgia stuff with all mm-hmm. these parents that are, you know, buying stuff for their kids. Now and they go, "Cabbage Patch—I remember my Cabbage Patch. I loved my Cabbage Patch," and then mm-hmm. grab mm-hmm. one for their kids. So,
2: although without Toys R Us, that might be a little bit harder. Aww. yeah, with the internet market
0: though—that's <laughs> true, true. That's yeah, all you got to do is partner with Amazon and have them throw it on their front page for a week, and boom, yeah, everybody's going to, yeah. you know, be so buying those again.
1: I got some TV news. Yeah. Um, what, you got? what you got? So first, I'm going to. So keeping it on. The Kind of like '80s, '90s comic stuff. Um, sure. Netflix dropped a trailer yesterday for *Chilling Adventures of Sabrina* mm. from yeah. *Sabrina the Teenage Witch*, and mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. me, you know, scrolling through Facebook, I, I see I see a post from a friend of mine saying, "Oh my God, Sabrina's back!" And I'm like, "Oh good, they have like the new trailer for the new *Sabrina the Teenage Witch*, but with you know the older version of Melissa jo- Joan Hart and everything." And then I'm like. This isn't the same thing. No. I uh, care to share with the audience what this is, guys.
2: Yeah, so um, is it, oh, I'm going to butcher his last name, Roberto Aguirre Sikaska. I think that's how it's pronounced. Close enough. He um, took over as editor in chief of Archie a few years ago mm-hmm. um, and kind of decided hey, let's make Archie exciting again. Right, so they they're not touching the double digest. You know, you go to the supermarket, you still get your 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 B and V digest, You get your Jugheads. You get your Archie. You know, in Tales of Riverdale, whatever. Uh, and that's great, right? But they also decided, hey, let's let's do some cool different things with Archie, right? So they did the married life, um, and that was uh, half the comic would be what happens if Archie marries Betty, and the other half is what if Archie marries uh, Archie marries Veronica. Um, hmm. And that ran for three or four years, I want to say, um, before it finally ended with uh, after, or it ended with the life of Archie, which was like a big, you know, oh, Archie died in both of these stories, and here's kind of the legacy of him. Um, they did hmm. the afterlife with Archie. Which is a story where zombies attack Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it starts like any other Archie comic, except suddenly there's zombies. And, and I wonder if that's
0: what inspired the the Scooby Apocalypse comics. Uh, I'm sure
2: it did. Probably. I'm sure it did. Yeah. Um, what was the other? Oh, Archie meets the Predator was another yes, really fun one. Yes, I read that one. That was yes, fantastic. Yeah. So that that comes out of the same wheelhouse. And so Chilling Adventures of Sabrina comes off the success of. Um, Afterlife with Archie, Mm -hmm. where it was, hey, this uh, kind of Walking Dead-Archie mashup is working. What if we did something else with Sabrina since she's already a witch? Yeah. Already have the horror overtones in that. Um, So they rebranded Sabrina as kind of a Tales from the Crypt style comic. So each comic is a different story that Sabrina is either telling you or is involved in in some way. Um, And based on the success of Riverdale, where, hey, let's take the Archie characters and make them a teen drama uh, instead of, you know, just kind of 50s Americana- Today, um, yeah. Hey, let's do the TV version of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina as well.
1: And it's, fr- and it's from the same people as Riverdale. Are oh. we
0: going to have a bad animatronic cat in this one?
1: I saw a cat in the trailer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know, man. I don't know about Salem. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, I I don't have a good answer for that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. So it's it's a very teasery trailer. Um, there is the black cat so Salem is definitely involved in it in some capacity he may just be a cat in the
1: background he may just be but well obviously it looks like it's not coming out till it looks like later this year if not next year yeah. so, we, so okay. we don't really have a lot of information just yet but then in other TV news so this is a, kind of a big one toward uh, toward me but I can definitely uh, see where you guys might be like oh okay that's interesting mm-hmm. uh, Dancing with the Stars announced their cast for the 27th season you heard me right there's 27 seasons of Dancing with the Stars um, I, what? what? <laughs>
0: Are they doing like multiple seasons a year?
1: Uh, so they do a spring and a fall season. This oh, is the fall okay. season. Oh,
0: okay, that makes far I was more like, sense.
1: There you go. I think like, like, that
2: show that
0: show not like, been on since
2: nineteen.
1: <laughs> <like laughs> no, 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 no. That show has not been on for as long as you think it no. has. Okay. No, it's only they've been doing like two seasons every year. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is their fall season. Their spring season this year was very small. It was like four weeks. It made me very sad. Oh. Um, but they've announced the cast, so I thought I'd go ahead and read off some of yeah. the names they've announced. Sure. Um, For any of you sports lovers out there, they've announced DeMarcus Ware from the Dallas Cowboys and the Denver Broncos.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, For any Disney Channel buffs, they've announced Milo uh, Mannheim. So he's from apparently this Disney Channel original movie named Zombies. This tells you that I am not up to date on Disney Channel because I don't know what the hell that is. Um, (laughs) This one's an interesting one. Uh, Danielle Umstead, she's a Paralympian uh, who's blind. Huh. so this is going to be the first blind contestant on the show oh, that's they've had, cool they've had deaf they've had people with missing limbs so this is yeah keep and it more up more power too. yeah, yeah. Um, another one this one I think you guys might enjoy uh, John Schneider from the Dukes of Hazzard <laughs> and uh, <laughs>
0: and Smallville
1: and Smallville he is Jonathan Kent in Smallville okay. that's where I know him best from okay mm-hmm. um,
2: I hope his dance move involves him jumping over the hood of a car. Oh, I, you, I
0: guarantee that. <laughs> the, the first the, dance uh, is yeah. going to be the Duke of Hastings. Yeah.
1: As long as there's He'll one, slide
0: across a yeah, car was, hood at some point, yeah. I guarantee. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and no, let's see. Hold on, I got a list be here. a
0: travesty if he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: another they've announced is Juan Pablo de Pace. Uh, you may know him as Fernando from Fuller House. Oh, fantastic. So Netflix is Fuller House. That's Kimmy Gibbler's husband. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, the Nikki Glaser, the comedian. Okay. Oh, and then right. last but not least, and this is for all you nerds out there, so make sure you tune in and uh, support her, but Ivana Lynch, also known as Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter. Hmm. Okay. Nope. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to leave I, now. Bye, guys. I know nothing
0: about Harry Potter. I've never seen the movies or read the books. So
1: that's not all of them. There's like four or five other celebrities Me neither, I list. but I was list.
0: playing along. Oh.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> thanks, yeah. guys.
1: Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. guys. But yeah, no, there's like four <laughs> or five other people that I didn't list off, so it's a it's going to be a packed season. I'm yeah. excited for it. Yeah. no, so. it,
0: It's it going to be... I'm going to have to tune in just so I can see the Duke slide. Yeah? Yeah.
1: If not, I'll send it to you. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> um, and then the last bit of news uh, that I have toward TV, and this is... This one isn't really news. It's kind of been out... like The trailer for it's been out for a while, but I'm only bringing it up because every time I keep seeing this trailer, it's intriguing me more and more to watch it. Okay. There's a show on NBC called New Amsterdam.
0: Okay. I haven't heard of that one
1: yet? It is about apparently it's based on a true story, um, but apparently what it's about is a hospital that says, "Screw the rule book, screw the payment system, let's just be doctors." Okay. Meaning they're gonna hmm. meaning if the people can't afford it, if the people, you know, mm-hmm. if, if it literally think if you're if you're worried about your paycheck, you're gonna be fired. If it's about huh. the money, you're going to be fired. Hmm. That means helping the people, even if it means, you know, the worst. And I'm sitting here going like, I've never really been a big fan of anything that comes off NBC, but you've intrigued me with this trailer. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> okay. interesting. So,
2: now I know old New York was once New Amsterdam. But why they changed it, I can't say. I guess they just liked it better that way.
1: Maybe I don't I don't and know some... the full story behind yeah. it, but based off the trailers I've seen, I'm like this is this is very intriguing. It's along the lines of like the uh, the show Rise, which is about like the theater kids, okay. the theater world. So, Like
2: four people are going to get the joke that I just made, but they're going to love it.
1: Yeah. Yep, and I'm well, not uh, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> a,
2: a
0: slight NBC tie in here. Did you guys ever see the show Grimm on NBC?
1: Uh, no, but I know what it is.
0: Okay. No, I don't know no. okay. that. Well, it, it was a, a show for several seasons on NBC. It was, okay. you know, based off, loosely off the Brothers Grimm stories sure, and things like right. that. Well, uh, CW announced actually that the lady that played the wife in Grimm mm-hmm. her name is and I'm probably going to butcher her last name Elizabeth Tulock Tulloch I'm T- not sure how to yeah. say her last sure. name <laughs> T- yeah. T-U-L-L-O-C-H sure Tulloch uh, Sure, good that she has actually been cast as Lois Lane oh. in this December's Arrowverse crossover nice okay. so interested okay. No sure. to see I'm a little iffy on this one. I don't know sure. if she's quite got the gravitas to pull off Lois Lane. I mean, well, this is this is Lois freaking Lane.
1: Y- y- true. In, in so Ferris, we'll see. We'll she's see. an actress,
2: and maybe the character she played in Grimm just didn't call for Lois Lane. It
0: could very well be that yeah. just that was not you know the the role that would be showing her as low Lane, so we'll see right. so I'm not you know like oh no she can't be right. you know, Yeah. I'm, I'm iffy on it iffy yeah. on it but, but it'll be interesting because this is the the crossover where they're introducing Batwoman and Ruby Rose's Batwoman right. And, right. and everything so nice. it'll be interesting to see this one it, it should be a huge because it's I feel like we talk about event. this crossover every week oh well, it's because
2: it's, it's going to be amazing there's there's a new announcement every I'm, week I'm, I'm, well, They're I'm hyped
0: for it because you know it's,
2: Th- they're, it's.
1: they're getting everybody hyped <laughs> they yeah they are
0: and, and they keep putting out new stuff that you know hey we're introducing this character we're doing this we're doing that so It'll be interesting to see you know how that crossover goes, but I'm hyped for it, and it'll be interesting to see how she is as Lois Lane because yeah. mm-hmm. that that's some big shoes to fill. Yeah, those in are that some role, so. very big shoes. Yes, yes, yeah. very much so. Um,
2: speaking of DC Comics and crossovers and stuff, um, <laughs> so we record on Fridays, um, but starting tomorrow, September fifteenth, the DC Universe streaming platform is launching. Um, ah yes. And I, I was taking a look at some of the stuff that's coming out. It's actually already available on. Uh, there's already an Android app that you can download right now. Ooh. Um, and you can sign up on DCUniverse.com. I don't know if you have access to it. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, didn't want to, you know, pull out my credit card while I was uh, sitting at my work desk. <laughs> um, Fair but, enough. Uh, you no, know, I, I took a quick look and and instantly, right away. Um, I don't know if there's every episode or whatever, uh, but. Batman the Animated Series, Superman the Animated Series, Batman Beyond, oh. Justice League, Young Justice, and Static Shock are all no. available right away. Um, the 1978 and in 1981 Superman 1 and 2, the 2009 animated Wonder Woman movie, the Superman Shazam Return of Black Adam, Green Lantern First Flight, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, still the best Batman movie for my money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Immediately shit. available. Um, Constantine, The Adventures of Superboy, Birds of Prey, Lois and Clark the Adventures of Superman, the 1990 Flash, the Linda Carter Wonder Woman instantly available. Again, Maybe not every single episode right away. Do they have but, the
0: Shazam Isis Hour?
2: Uh, it wasn't on there right now. Okay, but they do have to hold off on you know something. So maybe yeah. maybe when the Shazam movie comes yeah, out, yeah, that might be What one, about right? those, might...
1: What about the the Teen Titan movies and Teen Titans? Uh, so. I know a lot of them so, on there. I
0: saw like uh, the Death of Superman, which was one of the newer ones yep. that came out, that's on there. So I if they're not on there yet, I imagine they will be yeah. soon. Yeah. yeah. There's and probably I, some of them that have streaming contracts with other mm, things for right probably. now. They got to wait for right. that stuff to, you know, to
2: this is the list of what's available right now. Jesus so this Christ. is this is launch. Right. Um, when I subscribed to the WWE Network, which started in 2014, it started with all the pay-per-views available, but only like the last few months of oh, weekly shows. Okay. But now that we're four years in, every episode of Monday Night Raw, every episode of SmackDown, every episode of WCW Nitro and Thunder, their B show, like, oh, wow. th- like yeah, you know, almost every episode of ECW ever is on there. Wow. Um, yeah. So. If that, if you know, WB Network is the over-the-top model that the DC Universe uh, over-the-top service is going to be taking, um, give it four years, and literally everything will be on there. I'm actually for a
0: looking forward to lo- going back and watching the John Wesley ship. Flash. Again, yeah, because I yeah. I loved that show when I was a kid. I remember watching I it. a little bit I was so as a kid. excited every week waiting yeah. for Flash to come on. Just, yeah, and it was so devastated when they canceled it.
2: And it only lasted a season or two, right? Yeah, it, didn't last it wasn't last very, very long. long yeah,
0: no, unfortunately.
2: Um, the other thing that's great about the DC Universe app is that not only are you getting all the animated stuff and the movies and the TV shows and blah blah blah, um, they're also including much of the DC Nation shorts that ran on Cartoon Network <gasps> kind of between oh, okay. shows from the last few years.
0: Ooh, um, yes. Not
2: all of those are up there yet. That it looked like, but again, this doesn't actually launch until tomorrow, yeah. so who knows? don't know if they're going to have Smallville right. on there. I'm sure eventually. Or, you know? Yeah. yeah um, I know Smallville's still streaming a couple places, so yeah. it could be once these so contracts fingers start expiring. Accepted. My yeah. fingers there are
0: crossed. There's a ton of streaming stuff they did on Smallville, especially... Because it was right in the beginning of the internet when that right. show, was, you know, what I mean? like that show, literally, like as the internet was growing, that show was on. So right. I remember them having like little webisodes and stuff. Yeah. That were yeah. Waiting, like, oh my gosh, this needs to render. Hurry up already. <laughs> Five minutes <laughs> so I can watch a little like weekly weird news thing with and Chloe it's on thirty there. seconds yeah. long or whatever. Literally yeah. like a minute and a half long. Right. You know? Right.
1: <laughs> that's great.
2: Um, so, but the other thing that's super exciting about this this streaming service is it's not just the TV shows and movies and stuff. It's a comic archive as well. Yeah. Right? And I was going through, and and a lot of them, there's only, you know, between one and ten issues available. But Mm -hmm. it's... That's just to start with, It's, again, yeah, just to start with, um, you know, Batman, Superman, Green Arrow, Flash, Teen Titans, Teen Titans, Teen Titans, Batman, 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 (laughs) right? It's the entire Batman family of everything. There's at least a couple of issues available. um, All the Teen Titans stuff, all the Superman stuff. And as I was going through... The page kept loading. I was skimming through for three, four, five minutes and oh my new God. stuff, new comics kept popping up. So yeah. there were literally more things than my browser could handle initially. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's
0: awesome. You got anything, Josh? Uh, TV-wise, um, I'm going to do this real briefly because we're getting down to the wire here. we still yeah. got a few things that I want to throw out there. Um, TV, Iron Fist, season two, Netflix. Yes. Mm-hmm. Watch it. Okay. If you even slightly enjoyed the first one, even just a little bit, okay, watch season two. I okay. felt it was much, much, much more well done. They had much better character development. The choreography was better. Special effects seemed a little bit better. They it just—it was improvement everywhere that I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. And the introduction of Typhoid Mary was really interesting. The way they cool. did it, the way okay. they handled her character, and the—it looks like that she might be possibly coming back for Daredevil season three, maybe.
2: We'll see. They kind okay. of
0: left it open-ended a little bit with her character. That so, hopefully, we're going to see her come back a little bit more, and you know, it'll just be really interesting to see what they do with it. But it was a fantastic season. Definitely go watch that if you get the chance. Mm-hmm. Nice um, comic book news. Uh, DC announced a couple new series this uh, that are going to be starting pretty soon. Martian Manhunters getting a 12-issue limited series. Okay. Uh, with Steve Orlando and Riley I'm saying it's probably Rossmo. Um okay. and then we're getting a 12-issue Freedom Fighters Freedom Fighters mini series okay. which is good old Uncle Sam and yeah. the Freedom Fighters. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be written by Robert Venditti and okay. the artist Eddie Barrows. Okay. And it's gonna be starting in December. So, you know, keep your eyes out for those. Freedom yeah. Fighters were always, you know, a lot of fun.
2: I like that DC's bringing back the 12-issue maxi series for
0: Yeah. Me. And I I think that's fantastic. Just like yeah. throw out some music because you get a little bit of story for characters that don't get a whole lot of love but right. still have a fan base there.
2: Well, it makes me excited because it, you know, hey, if it's only going to be 12 issues, like, yeah, I could throw it on, you know, three, four bucks a month for a 12-issue yeah. series, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and,
0: and then you also, you know, you get an open-ended story that way. It's, right. it's You know, you, you get... Right, the there's the beginning, a the middle, and end. Yeah. yeah, and characters like Martian Manhunter, which have a fan base, but don't necessarily have a fan base to justify a monthly series. Right. Well, okay, we'll do a 12-issue series right. on it. No Boom. Martian
2: Manhunter series is going to last 50 issues, but yeah. 12? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So that's great. And then uh, the big news that I had here was actually video game news.
2: Oh, okay. Oh, that Nintendo Direct was yesterday, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was, and yeah. that was...
0: A ton of information that was released on there. Okay. Um, can we just squeeze to, it all
2: into three minutes? I can.
0: Real okay. quick. All right. We've got a NES vault. They're going to be releasing a ton of NES games so on the that. Switch that so you're going to be able to download, play on your Switch, all over the place. They are releasing NES controllers. They're actually the original NES controllers that link straight onto the spot where your Joy-Con cl- Connects on your uh, your Switch for charging, everything like that. And it's the I, original controller, same size, everything like that. I don't for use need with more the more Switch fault. controllers, but I kind of want one. I yeah, <laughs> do. I'm <yeah>, <laughs> just do that. There's a side, a little caveat though. You have to have a subscription to the online service to be able to order the controllers because they're trying to keep scalping down to a minimum. Mm. Okay. So it's literally you can get one set of the controllers per online account.
2: Okay. Well, so, okay.
0: Which is like scalpers will be able to take advantage of that by making multiple accounts, but it's going to be costing them more money than they'll be making back. Uh, the controllers. I did see
2: a thing, I, I got an update. From Nintendo, that they are hard linking your Nintendo account to your Switch from now on. Yeah. So you can't. You, they're going to cut down on multiple accounts on yeah. Switches. Yeah. And, and they're cut trying down.
0: to do a lot with the pirating and stuff that's like good. that. And that's good. That's good. The, the, yeah. the rampant, yep. you know, aftermarket. Um, and with online subscriptions, it's only twenty dollars a year. Oh. That's so that is. I have twenty bucks time. in my wallet right now. You can Switch. do like a monthly form for like <laughs> three bucks. It was like yeah. three or four dollars yeah. for a month and yeah, then twenty for out. a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, another big thing is that they're releasing a bunch of the old side scroller beat-em-ups. And the one that had me excited yes. was Knights of the Round. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So love that this game. Capcom
2: beat-em-up bundle, man. I am so hyped. To- I'm a huge Capcom nerd, admittedly, yeah. right? Especially the old school stuff. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. Final Fight. King of the Dragons, Knights of the Round, um, Captain Commando, right? And a bunch of games like Eco Warriors and stuff that never got home ports at yeah. all, right? Um, Knights of the Round is great. I have that on my Capcom Classics collection on the PS2. I am super excited to get an online working version of King of Dragons, though. Yeah. That game. Oh, and
0: that's the other thing with those NES games. Yes. Co op online. Yes. You can literally play Dr. Mario with your friend in Japan. Yes. It's. Wow! Yeah, yeah, they're taking all those old school games, a like, uh, balloon fight with somebody across the world. Mm-hmm. Hello, mm-hmm. thank you. Yeah, yeah that, that's something big. They've also got a uh, oh, run down to the final wire here. Luigi Mansion Three is going to be coming out there to Switch. Luigi Mansion Remaster with co-op on the 3DS. Nice. They also announced, and this is going with. Uh, Xbox as well. These are all coming out for Xbox and Switch at okay. the same time, same days. Uh, we're going to be having Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 9, Final Fantasy 10 and 10-2 Remaster, Final Fantasy 12 Remaster, Chocobo Mystery Dungeon, Final Fantasy Maxima, and they're all coming to Xbox and Switch.
2: Jesus. So Square decided they wanted to make money again. Yeah. They decided be yeah. like, hey, you know what?
0: Uh, we're just going to go ahead and open this up to everybody. I,
1: have, I hope there's a certain uh, Kingdom Hearts that's going to come to it soon. Well, mm-hmm. they, have uh, to, they have
0: to fund that game somehow, right? Yeah. yeah right. Duh. We'll see what happens with that. And then, one final thing at the end of the day is uh, Bethesda's Pete Hines came out and said that you're absolutely going to be making a Wolfenstein 3. Oh, so, okay. So Very that, nice. That, that, okay. That's not. Necessarily being made right the second, but they sure. are going to be making Wolfenstein three. A lot of people were questioning about that after because it had the second one was sure. a modicum to sure. not as much as the first one, but it still has a uh, installed player base. So very I mean, nice. I will admit
2: I'm not the biggest first person shooter fan, but I am all in favor of killing Nazis.
0: Well, and the Wolfenstein so. games are so good. Sure, yeah. they're just they they really. Turned a corner and made those games fantastic. I have one last little bit of news. Do we have
2: we, twenty we have seconds? Enough, yeah, we have enough okay. time for
0: you to finish that, and then we've got to go.
2: Sony has finally decided that they are no longer offering repair services for the PlayStation Two. What? What? Which is weird to say in 2018, considering the thing came out in holiday season 2000. Um, but as I was, as I read that article just real quick, it was it. Uh, the PS2 launched in 2000. The PS3 launched in 2006, and Sony didn't stop manufacturing until. Uh, stop manufacturing the PS2 until 2012 six years after the PS3 came out yeah. and now the only reason they're not servicing it anymore is because they're running out of parts
1: <laughs> which
0: is Fair weird because they can just run to their local Goodwill and like, right. buy 30 of the right. things for $2 it's, each but...
2: over 156 million PlayStation 2's <laughs> have been sold it's not that big of a deal but it is kind of sad that I kind of want to stockpile them
1: yeah, I mean I already get parts, mine right? so yeah, yeah there yeah. we go yeah. so
0: alright alright everybody well
1: Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening in on our new episode. Just follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, not Instagram, we don't have an Instagram. Uh, Yet. 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 Can I get another mobile device? Um, (laughs) But Facebook and Twitter at Atomic Monsoon. You can also email us at AtomicMonsoon at gmail.com. And We have merchandise, guys. Oh, that's right. I set
2: up a Redbubble store for us. If you go to atomicmonsoon.redbubble.com, you can buy Atomic Monsoon shirts
1: and clocks and mugs and stuff. So do it. So I've been one of your hosts, Stephanie, and I'm off to my high school's homecoming game.
2: I'm Andy, and I'm just going to go watch bad kung fu movies tonight. Well, my name's Josh. I'm going to go
0: nerd out all weekend. Let's do it. You guys have a good one. We'll talk to you next time. See you guys. Bye-bye.